This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Literary Freaks Edition. I am your host, Erica Lance. With me co-hosting today is... Vanessa Valiente. And our amazing guest today is... Kasana! Okay, let's talk about what we're drinking again. I'm now on... I'm not going to say how many. Blue Moon Honey... Honey Oats? Honey... Honey Days. It's actually... Yeah, I've had a few of these. Okay, Vanessa, what are you drinking? I finally switched to alcohol because I was drinking tea, and now I have Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale, which is one of my absolute favorites. Very cool. And <laughs> what are you drinking because you can't drink with us? Polish seltzer water. This is not, I ain't even going to lie, this is not a plug, but the shit is really good. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just want to point out you've gotten to a point where you think that's good. So I just think that's a whole level right there. Okay. Rapid fire question. What is your favorite book of all time? The Bluest Eye. Why? I was in college and didn't know that there were books for African Americans. And I, it was, it was, it was the necessary reading and it was heart wrenching heart-wrenching so it's not my favorite book because of of the book itself it's my favorite book because it was the first one i read written by african-american author that is awesome. my favorite author is actually zora neale hurston oh and i've read a lot of her stuff because i like the renaissance that that whole renaissance thing back in the 20s and the 30s but the bluest eye is because it was the very first book I read. What is the book you reread the most? That's a good question. I just thought of it. I never asked it before. I'm giving myself some credit. You should give yourself some credit because you sure got me, chick. Hold on, let me think. The book I have reread. The cheetah is a cheetah book. It's in it's it's matter of fact, I bent the binding and I was pissed because I'm one of those readers that don't like to bend the bindings. They all just look pretty. And I was like, I roll the pages so I don't bend the bindings. And I still have I haven't read it in a year. Laura Lee, the cheetah series. Okay. She wrote it in the very first book. I was like, that bitch can get some pussy. Sorry, sorry. What are you apologizing for? This is an explicit podcast. It could be explicit. Nobody needs to know my sexual preferences with a cheetah. I'm just saying. <laughs> we are going to bleep out the sexual preference with the <laughs> cheetah portion of this podcast. Okay. Human most times. <laughs> I don't believe any of that right now. Um, so what about your least favorite book? What is a book you... You f- wait, let me ask this first. Do you finish books if they're not good? Yes. Ugh, waste of time. Okay, what is your least favorite book then? Anything that's not romantic. Oh, I really? 
I I have read man I've read medical manuals because I was I am one of those voracious readers to get desperate. And when I was sitting in the office for a doctor's office for, I, I literally opened his cabinet and pulled out his medical manual. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm, because I've been with my doctor for 15 years. He's like, Cassandra, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, Dr. Khan, did you know that you could do this shit with a needle? <laughs> and then all of a sudden there is somebody, one of the gangs that's doing that with a needle. But is there like a book though that you read and you wanted to sling across the room because you were so pissed off? Like it just made you angry. I've never had a book like that. Because really? I know, you know, I think it's because whenever I read, I, I just think there's going to be, I, I persevere because there's got to be a redeeming quality somewhere in that book. Yeah. See, even if it's one, I'm going to find it. So I just muscle through. But my favorite authors are Nalini Kai, um, Nalini Singh, not Nalini Kai. I know it's the Nalini's. They oh, throw Nalini Singh, I heard about her. I haven't read her books. Oh, her I've books are it. life. The pair, the the it's a paranormal. Oh, they're not, they're like mind creep, mind reapers. They're like, oh my god, again. But it's because I could literally fuck them that I'd like them, so it works for me. But Nalini Singh and Laura Lee. Laura Lee is like, I I want to be that bitch best friend. <laughs> if she ever watches this, I want to be her. <laughs> I just want to be like, can we just sit down and talk shit and drink? We ain't even got to talk about books. Let's just talk shit and drink. Well, Kasana, if I get her on the podcast, you can be my co-host and then you can drink and talk shit. Wait till your surgery's over to even try, though, because you're not going to get on here and drink fucking seltzer water. That is not going to be the co-host that I bring on board. Girl, I will will break out that big, I got a good bottle of cognac. Mucal. I got a good bottle. It's a cat on the bottle. Do you see my theme here? It's a cat on the bottle. Well, we did have to delete the cheetah pussy comment earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see going with this. The cats. It's a cat thing. I got some moo cow cognac that we will do again. And I'll be like, bitches, I got moo cow. I will show you the bottle. Yes, bitches. We drinking tonight. We are drinking. I will keep that in mind. If I get her on the show, I will be like, and Kasana is my co-host. Um, <laughs> So you talked about writing scenes in your world books and, and stuff. Are, do you consider yourself a, like a plotter, a pantser, a planter? Where do you fall on when you actually sit down and you get the idea to write a book? Pantser. Oh, I'm a true pantser. I don't know where the story is going. Matter of fact, I don't even know how the story ends until I'm about halfway through it. Wow. My wow. problem is I can't. I have I'm I am like a true schizophrenic. I have every voice in my head talking. So at some point I have to stop because one voice will override the other and I have to re- write that scene. And that scene might not show up for three books. So at any given time, I could be writing two or three books at a, at the same time. Wow, that's you awesome. Start with an idea, like a, the character or a theme. Like what do you, what, do you have like a like a similar starting point or what draws you to write a story? No, anything can kind of set me off. Like I said, I started Pack Rules because I was watching a documentary on the Hatfields and McCoys. I started writing, um, I wrote a book, of, a Christmas book called uh, Yuletides. And I did that because I was listening to a Christmas song. So I don't really have, I have triggers, but it's, it's like anything can kind of trigger me. It's just something 
I wrote, I write PDSD because I really think my dad had it. Um, one of my brothers definitely had it. He committed suicide. Oh. So I tend to write, I write in fits. I don't know if that makes sense, but I write in fits. So right now I got five guys in my head and they're all vying for at any given time to talk. So if I'm doing one, I flip it to write the other. I don't even know who that, who the heroine will be in that book. I just know that he had this scene. And then when I finally get one book done and I start the next one, I take the scenes that they're telling me that belongs to me and I compile them. And then it's just me filling in all of the information it's it's the more it's more like a technical writing me. I am a true schizophrenic because I believe that the characters in my head write the actual story. I'm just the technical writer putting it on paper. Do you ever have story graveyard from stories that don't end up going anywhere, even though you started or started yes. strong, got a bunch of scenes? Do, how, does that happen frequently? No. Do you ever get to go back and un, undo them? I've thrown whole stories away. It broke my heart, but it's not because it didn't fit. It just didn't fit that character. So sometimes I mess up and get the wrong character in my head. And I'm thinking this story belongs and it doesn't. And that's why the story doesn't go anywhere for me is because it's the, I'm talking to the wrong person in my head. I, I, I really, it, it's, I, I'd never like to try and explain it because I think people will have me committed. I did. Um, I will not. <laughs> but I think they come, I, I have four stories that didn't really go anywhere, but I don't think it has to do with them not going anywhere. I don't think they fit the characters. That makes sense. But if I come across a character, because I'm always... I, I've talked to myself in the grocery store and had people looking at me like, mommy, she's talking to herself. Just ignore her, baby. So, but I'm not talking to myself. I, in my head, I hear them and I'm like, you shut the fuck up. I'm grocery shopping. Yeah, but that's good. Get that one for me. No, put it in. There's a scene in Big Daddy Kane where they're having breakfast and he puts her on a, he puts her on a plate of pancakes to do illicit things with her body down low. And the sun comes in and she jumps off, but the sun is an adult. Let me rephrase that. The sun is a grown adult because this is an older couple. They're in their 40s, 50s. You making syrup for the pancakes? Oh, he had her whole he had her whole ass on that plate. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Oh, you made breakfast. And he goes to pick up a bacon that was being dipped in other places. And and she looks at him and says, Um, I don't think you want to eat that. <laughs> so but I got that because I was buying eggs at the grocery store and it was like, oh, is that why you want it? You nasty motherfucker. Yeah, okay. <laughs> do you, um, how do you take the notes down for this? So when you have these ideas and stuff, do you use voice memos? What do you do to take the notes down? I've actually pulled over my car on US 27 into like the little lane, the tight, tight lane, just to write it out. I don't do voices. I don't, I can't, it, it, it wouldn't, it, for, for whatever reason, it never comes out the way I want it to. I've never used um, transcribing or anything. Everything I've done has always been written. And it's usually been written as soon as I, as soon as it comes to me. Like I, hear there, 
Hmm? You handwrite everything first yeah. and then type it in? Okay. I handwrite all my notes and then I type everything in. So that's why I say I'm a technical writer. All my notes will be, I have, I have, I must have 50 notebooks around here with different things, different thing things. And um, I have pens to match. I can't write. They each have their own color. They have their own world. So when I tell you I have pins to match. Oh, wow. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So I have literally, I have used every pen I have <laughs> because they match the notebooks. I can't write a note. I won't write a notebook without the matching pen. It's quirky, I know. I'm sorry. That's just me. No, I, I think this is fabulous. You were talking to several people on this and Jen, who's in the background, that are all journal. We, we are literally been told we are not allowed to bring another journal into the house unless we start using them. <laughs> so don't use I them. I showed her my journal drawer um, because I just moved into my new my new house, and I was like, "Hey, Jen, look! It's my drawer of empty empty notebooks that are just like ready, and there's just so many of them. It's it's, it's quite exciting. oh, I got I have. They had a sale on lockers at a at a high school. They were changing out the lockers. I have two lockers full of notebooks. I think Jen just orgasm. Just <laughs> <laughs> I have I feel you. <laughs> the tall lockers with six with six lockers in each. They are lockers. Me and my kids painted them. They're in my office, and each one is labeled: paper, pens, notebook, paper. Mommy's notebooks do not touch. Mommy's notebooks do not touch. Mommy's notebooks do not. Touch. I love that. So I, matter of fact, I give them as gifts. If I come across one, I'm like, oh, this will be some something nice for somebody. And then I'll mail it to them. Oh, that's awesome. That is very awesome. Okay, let's to, talk about, you go ahead. What were you going to say, Vanessa? I was going to say, do you have a specific type of notebook that you're just obsessed with, like a moleskin or, you know, is there something specific that you're just like, you're like, oh, feels good to write in this kind of notebook? Nope. If I see it and it, and it, touches my soul i'm looking for the pen to go with it matter of fact i go i have bought notebooks from big lots ollie's pier one it doesn't i don't even care i've bought notebooks from the flea market it doesn't matter where i'm at where i see it if it's something that if it's something that catches my eye i grab it so there's no particular rhyme or reason to it it just fits whatever is going like, um, I saw this one, this one, and I just bought it like yesterday. And I'll, it's a notebook, but it was like, there's a cool notebook, so I'm buying it. And my husband's like, you own a fucking 50 million damn notebook. I said, but I'll use it. I'll use it. <laughs> yeah, so me and Jen have had that argument a lot. And now I have, I have to show the use of the notebook. Before he will let me have more notebooks, mainly this is part of the reason I need to move to so that I can have more of an office space because I've used up all my shelf with the notebooks. It's pretty bad. And I also like the calligraphy pens, like the, the ink, you know, the, the pointed tip. Wait a minute. 
Hold on. I got those. Ah. Yes. 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 Those I have a whole section of these. <laughs> Is there a specific more. brand that you like? Because that was going to be my next question. There you go. Woo! Oh, that's gorgeous. That's sexy. Very sexy. That is a sexy pen. Oh, it gets better. I made friends with my Korean friend, so she'd send them to me. The one I use all the time is my Sakura pen. Oh, <gasps> yes! I love Sakura pens. Uh, I, I actually subscribe to a stationary uh, gilded, uh, oh my God, what's it called? The gilded box or whatever. And yep. ooh, throw in some Sakura pens and. Yep. So every pen has a, is, it has my Sakura, my cherry, oops, my cherry blossoms on it. So oh, I have. Wow. I have like a, a whole section of them and I got the ink too. And I didn't just stop there, mind you. I even got them. I even got them in instant. I got those that have to replace the ink. And where are they? I'm sorry. This is like writer straight up porn. It's yes, it is writer porn. <laughs> what we're doing on today's podcast is writer porn. I, our journals and our pens. I don't stop at pens. Because Ooh. sometimes the pencils, I got colored pencils. Ooh, I, I, ooh. You I are like way that. more organized than me. I have colored pencils. Oh, that's because I have them all over the place. If I didn't have them, or no. They tell me I can't have no more. No. But I have jet pens. They're called jet pencils. I got them in all colors. They're pencils. Oh, wow. All colors. So I have those. And then I got the ones from my China, which are, they write like the fountain pens, but they come in all colors. Oh, wow. If you want a, a cheap, a cheap fountain pen, but that writes, like it is very fine, just like a fountain pen, just like it. But it's an instant pen. It's from China. I don't read Chinese, but there it is. Very cool. That is and I awesome. got the whole set. When I tell you I went there, I went there. And then we're, we're going to be best friends. Oh, we're already <laughs> best friends, honey. Best friends, because, man. You okay, let's talk, about your fans. let's talk about your fans, my friend. What was your first fan experience like? I was unknown, and I felt like I'm a little person. I was very humbled by it. What did they say? Oh, my God, I love that book. Thank you. <laughs> it, it actually kind of made me blush because I'm not used to that. I'm not used to being appreciated for that. So I tend to remember that feeling. So whenever uh, somebody approaches me about it, I've got, I've had readers approach me and say, I'm going to be in town. I know you live in Orlando. I don't know where you live, but I'm like, you want to have lunch? Oh, wow. The lunch. Because they don't have to buy my books. No one has to buy my books. And 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 I, I have a continual fight. Like they people ask me, how come I give so much away at IRAE at the convention? How come you're giving all of this stuff away? And I have I number one, I don't feel like I have to explain myself, but let me clarify for y'all because I'm not gonna fucking change, get over it. <laughs> I want to give back to the people who give to me. 
And even if you're not, even if you're only giving me your two ninety nine, you're giving me your time. And the time is just as important as anything else in this world. So for you to take the time to actually read my book, I'm gonna say thank you a million times over. That is awesome. So do you get a lot of fan mail and stuff? Not anymore. Not since I slowed down. I think I think people kind of forget. Writing is a now business. Writing, putting a releasing a book is a now business. And if you're not, if you don't put out books, you you don't really stay relevant unless you're like a major author. Stephen King is going to stay relevant because every motherfucker knows him. But I wouldn't stay relevant because I'm supported by a niche group of people. When I slow down, because you're a voracious reader, you're going to read the next person. When you read the next person, you're going to, you're going to become that fan and then you're going to contact them because you don't know what I'm doing. And I understand that. So I still get the odd one here and there. I, you know, I had one a couple of days ago, Kasana, are you going to ever write this story for this, for pack rules? I'm like, but that story's written. It's under shifter legends. So I get when they, when people discover my books, I get new inquiries, but not, not like I used to, I used to get constant, constant. And, but now it's slowed down. I feel like, honestly, I feel like sometimes I just fucked up and I should have just muscled through whatever I was going through, which I honestly think is probably the, a, a depression and just pushed on. But at that time, I just couldn't see it. Yeah, but you can, you can get it back. You're going to come back. All things in time. I'm not rushing. What you say, Vanessa? I missed that, baby. No, I was going to say is, you know what? You need a. I think people think that they have to pump, pump, pump out stuff. And sometimes... I think that you need that mental break, whatever you're going through. I mean, I think as long as you come back to it, it's okay to take a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't see that as a fuck up more as of, you know, you don't want to destroy your mental state because if you see, start powering through, then you burn out. And then what happens if you can't recover and come back at all? Well, you my biggest I mean? fear is that I won't be able to write. My biggest fear is I won't be able my biggest fear is that the voices will actually stop. It'll be, I, I don't think that'll happen. I, I think, think that, you know, from, as we're broken, broken leg twinsies and stuff, the last year, outside of losing your mom, which is horrific, I do understand I lost my mom when I was 27. Um, you know, the last year with uh, the COVID and being isolated and then breaking our legs, which, you know, oh, high five to twinsies. Like, a life can literally go, hey, fuck you. And <laughs> sometimes you have to go, okay, cool. Let's figure out how to start again. Like, that, that's know? where I'm at. I'm yeah. just trying to, like I told you, like I told you, I have a whole series coming out, but it's very dark. And I'm, I'm assuming, but I also write urban under a different name. So, but even my urban right now is dark. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming back. It'll come back. I'm just not sure. I think I have to get all of the blah out of my system. I can't write the cute stuff like, oh, Kasana, could you write this? Once upon a time, if you gave me a, a, a prompt, I could create a story, but I'm not feeling the sweetness of it. I'm not feeling that 
it's love. Yeah, it's love, and I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. I'm going to beat that ass, and I'm going to put my hands around your throat, and you're going to say, yes, daddy, give it to me. So that's where I'm at in life right now. I, I still think that's okay, too. Like, I think in life, we, we go through lows and highs, and you have to write what you got to write so you can get to the next, you know, progression. And sometimes, uh, which is what I'm trying to get through my mental block on writing is that sometimes things that worked in the past may not work anymore and I have to be okay with that and to just go with it and evolve and rechange the process yes. you know and you know I think we get scared when we have to change you know or you think you're a failure because you were doing this a certain way for a certain period of time and it no longer works you know and I think it just goes to show that there's multiple ways to reach the goal, the end goal. You just have to keep that desire to get to the end goal. Agreed, agreed. And it'll come. All things, I am a firm believer in all things in time. Everything will come out as it should, when it should, how it should. I'm just going to be a really sarcastic, assholeish writing person for the next five <laughs> books. And that is quite okay because there were some moments through pandemic you were, I was like, you know what? I just want to see murder. Like, I know that sounds horrible, but I mean, paranormal murder. Like I was watching like uh, Supernatural. I went through a binging session of straight 15 seasons of paranormal <laughs> murder. <laughs> no, I went to a straight, I have three channels on favorite on my TV, True Crime, Oxygen, and ID channel. Oh, okay. Well, True Crime, yes. Murder, death, kill. I am going to sleep on it lately. I mean, I cut the TV on at midnight. I lay in my bed. I'm like, oh, that's how she died. Me and my son are making bets at the beginning of the show. Oh, the husband did it. Nah, the neighbor did it, dude. I <laughs> so that is that is my life right now. But, you know, all things happen. I'm going to get back to the cutesy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The funny, the comedic parts. But it was funny because I sent a friend of mine, a couple of chapters. I'm like, read this and tell me what you think. Because I'm not quite sure where it's going, but it's it's reading to me funny as opposed to dark. And she came back and said, this is hilarious. And I'm like, well, what the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> I was feeling dark. So, oh, oh okay. It's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, I think also our share, our specific experiences determine how dark something becomes you know i think as long as you're paying attention to whatever that inner voice is saying then you're staying true to it it doesn't matter if you label it the same thing i i'm you know what it is i honestly think i just have to see the comedy in life because shit happens and you're stuck and if you don't look at the positive you will get sucked into a mind that you just do not want to be sucked into so a lot of times i i i i i think I'm writing dark, but they're actually dark comedies because I had, I've, I've, the books I'm writing now are very, very gritty. There are addicts setting fires to houses and I got murderers, you know, the best, you know, snitches, the best, the best way to keep a secret is to keep it to yourself. So everybody else got to die. I mean, the, so two, can, two, two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. Has right? to die. Yeah. Keep a secret, one has to die. So I'm I'm killing motherfuckers left and right. I just don't, but apparently it's funny the way I'm killing them. Hmm. Who, who go figure that one? 
<laughs> Bitches are dying happily. <laughs> they're dying with a smile on their face or a smile on the face of the person who killed them. It's fine. Either way, totally fine. Okay, so let's talk about what do you consider your greatest weakness as a writer is? My weakness and my strength are the same thing. I'm a pantser. Well, it's a very solid pantser. Sometimes I don't even wear pants all the time. That's how it, like, I, yeah, I don't even have a world book. Like, I intentionally do not write stories that involve a world book because fuck that. That is way too much effort on my part. I'd have to keep a world book. There's 40 books in that one damn world. If I didn't have a world book, I would like, who the fuck are you? Who are you? I just go read the books again. That's what I do is I go listen to them or read them. I'm like, what did I do? Okay, now I remember. My world book word count is longer than the actual length of my novel. Oh my God. See, (laughs) no, no, hard pass on that. Hard pass. Okay. My novel is over 90,000 words, and I think my world book is over 100K. Yeah. It's, yes. Kasana, ask her if she's actually fucking published this book yet. Uh, this is not a time to be harassing me. I'm working on it. I Girl, you're going to have a super novel. That's a super novel. That's, actually, it's only the first one. Plan <laughs> 4 series. That's a super novel. A super, super novel. Go ahead, girl. Next time I see you, I have you a shirt to say Supergirl on. Oh, yeah, girl. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, only if you publish the fucking book. Not if you have a book that's not published. I swear, it's going to happen, I swear. Good. Well, you have till April, apparently. So, <laughs> no, it's not your kid together. Me with her cane. Because <laughs> she's got weapons now. <laughs> I am armed. <laughs> armed in a glamorous way. Okay. What's wrong with that? Oh, my goodness. We have we have gone through 30 minutes. Um. What uh, advice, you gave some great advice on the last podcast, but now we need another nugget of wisdom. Write what's true to you. Perfect. Yes, yes. Don't write for the masses. The masses will be there. But write what's true to your story. I love that. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your conference for readers so that they book it on. It's April 28th through the 30th of 2022. 2022. It's going to be in Daytona Beach. It's the El Carib Resort. It's called, the theme is a family reunion. Because at our at our conferences, you spend the weekend with the author. So it's like literally a family. We get t-shirts made. You get a t-shirt. We get we get hang out. We have we have parties. We do galas. Um, Pre COVID, we used to have book boyfriend parties and book girlfriend parties because some people brought their husbands. So book boyfriend parties is I had I hired strippers to come in dressed as whatever popular book firemen whatever, and they do sets. They shake their ass, do they thing, do the wong. So. I'd hire that, but COVID was kind of dangerous. Oh, so I feel like I missed out because I know I didn't see that. I'm uh, like, it, I, that was that was pre COVID. Pregnant strippers with the Rona. No, no Rona strippers. The Rona. But because it's family reunion, I'm changing it up. So we're going to have a comedy night on Saturday night. We'll have the award show on Friday. 
Um, I'm trying to put together a barbecue on Thursday or Wednesday. I haven't decided yet, but it's just, there's a lot of food and there's a lot of liquor and there's, you missed it. Friday night, we had the Dick Olympics of the last one. And I'm sorry, what? Dick Olympics. <laughs> because the Olympics were happening. So I had the Dick Olympics. Everything involved vibrators and Dickies. Little, little Dicks. Oh, Dickies. So we had the relay race where you had to pass off your dick to the next person and do the circuit. We had the vibrator races where you where you you voted for the the fastest vibrator, and I had I think there were seven of them, and we also had the the freak show where you had to bust a balloon in the best possible sexual position you could, the fastest. Who won? Who won the last time? It was an older couple. I was surprised that I was like, oh please don't break a hip. Hey, listen, don't underestimate the... the they, they are, I think she is in her 60s. And oh, he's, yeah. He, oh, I get them all ages. I think our median age is like between 48 and 52. So I get a, I get a, I just get a myriad of different people that come in and have, but we had the Dick Olympics. So I have to do, so this year, since it's a family reunion, I haven't come up with a theme yet, but it's going to be a good one for Thursday night. I promise you it's going to be a good one. So if you're listening, mark your calendars. I-R-A-E. You can look it up at, what is it? I-R-A-E. I-R-A-E. Expo.com. Dot com. Guys, look it up. Make sure you're there. And then if you want to find Kasana, which you should, and her 40 books in this world, Talk about num num tons of stuff to read. How do they find you? I'm at flavorfullove.com because every every love should be a little have a little touch of something in it. <laughs> so <laughs> when I first you'll laugh, I'll tell you a secret. When I first when I when I first set up the website, the guy said flavorfullove.com. Is this porn? I said, yeah, for the cerebral. The cerebral is porn, yes. He's like, oh, where can I find it? Pornhub, baby, Pornhub, RedTube, wherever you want to look for me. But you'll probably find me on Amazon. <laughs> so <come> there first. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. I fucking love that. So oh. I've had this website since 2010, and I ain't changing it. It's called FlavorfulLove.com because every, every book is different, and it's about the different flavors of love. Oh, my mm. goodness. You have been so fucking awesome you are so amazing i already told you birds of a feather flock to fucking gather what girl no i can be amazing too i'm trying to be nice to the guests first to say how amazing you are we, we, we twinsies sisters twinsies. To each other yeah. well thank you for being awesome with our awesomeness Oh man, sister, on that note, I'm gonna take a sip of this swill. Yes, swill. <laughs> you lovely ladies. Woo-hoo. Woo! Salute. Okay, this has been Drinking with Authors Literary Briefs. I've been your host, Erica Lance. And I'm Vanessa Valiente. And our guest has been Cassandra! And we will see you guys next time.